Seniors, can you walk into your doctor's office and see them when you need to? Do you have your doctor's cell phone number? And can you call them anytime, day or night? At Dedicated Senior Medical Center, their only specialty is caring for seniors. Dedicated makes it easy to get the primary care you deserve. If your doctor isn't taking time to listen to you or isn't treating you like family, it's time to call Dedicated Senior Medical Center. Schedule a visit to find out more about the care you deserve. Call 813-359-1448. That's 813-359-1448. Appointments available now. Welcome to Cafecito with Rosie on air, where you'll get to know local professionals, entrepreneurs, movers, and shakers, and how they're helping their community. Hear exclusive interviews from thriving individuals, get inspired, and learn from them. And now, your host, author, speaker, commissioner, Medicare broker, business owner, published author, and business trailblazer, Rosie Paulson. Bienvenidos to Cafecito with Rosie on air. My name is Rosie Paulson and I'm the owner of Rosie Paulson Enterprises and SNR Services. I am a commissioner, a Medicare insurance broker, a public speaker, and in 2020, I became a published author of the book, Nieke, the Spirit of a Resilient Mindset. And Rosie Paulson Enterprises is grateful to dedicated senior medical center for believing and Cafecito with Rosie on air. Dedicated Senior Medical Center is a family-owned primary and a specialty care practice committed to delivering superior health care to Medicare-eligible seniors. And today, I am honored to introduce to you Dr., and let me see if I cannot misspell his last name, Wick Ramanayaka. And Dr. Wick is originally, uh, he volunteers with hospital mission trips and health-related organizations while in college he got inspired to become a physician. And his, uh, one of his quotes is, I find, I find it rewarding to help people and build meaningful relations, relationships at the same time. Having helped his grandma with care, Dr. Wick says, treating seniors is personal to me. I understand the difficulties they face, and I will go the extra mile to help them understand their health and feel in control, their, feel in control of their care. So, Dr. Wick, good afternoon. How are you today? Hi, good afternoon, Rosie. I'm doing great. I'm happy to be here. Thank you for having me. Thank you, thank you. One of the things that I like to start with, because this is our first show, is tell me who you are as the person, not as the doctor, kind of, but where are you come up from? Where are you from originally? Um, what made you decide to move to Tampa and, and the Tampa Bay area? And just a little bit about you. Of course, I would love to. Um, so I was actually born in uh, Sri Lanka, originally called Ceylon. Uh, if anyone knows where that is, it's a uh, small island country uh, below India. Uh, we're its own country. Um, we have a lot of flavors, a lot of culture from India, but also from uh, Southeast Asia as well. Um, you know, our culture is definitely mixed. Uh, we do have a lot of background and influence from uh, Portugal as well as uh, Britain, as well as Amsterdam uh, as well. So we have a lot of mixtural, uh, mixtural cultural backgrounds, and even our language is a little mixed. Um, uh, for example, like shoes, sapatos, uh, we say sapatos, so it's very, very similar uh, in terms of language. Um, I actually came uh, to Florida when I was uh, eight years old uh, with my family. 
uh, we immigrated, you know, to create a, a better life for us, uh, coming from a, from a tough uh, third world country. Um, I've enjoyed my time here in the States. I've been in Orlando, Florida for a very long time. Uh, I went to University of Florida uh, for my uh, college uh, education. I loved it there. Um, and uh, that's really when my journey started in terms of uh, medicine and uh, getting involved with the community, uh, going on mission trips. Um, I mean, I did a really wonderful mission trip to Nicaragua uh, where I helped out uh, young children, um, you know, in a, in a homeless shelter as well. So in an orphanage, uh, it was really fulfilling uh, to my overall uh, goal and my mission in life uh, to really help people out. Um, from there, kind of transitioned into medicine, um, you know, always taking care of people, volunteering in the hospital. And uh, uh, I finished off my residency in upstate New York uh, in a family medicine physician program, uh, in which uh, it actually served as a uh, low economic status area. Uh, so I dealt with a, with a lot of hardships uh, from immigrant population um, to just uh, people who struggled uh, with their health care. And, uh, you know, I think my family medicine background really brings... Um, you know, my core in which I really want to build those those relationships uh, with my patients, but also just in general with everyone around me. Um, you know, I, I think I'm a very personal person. That's just my opinion. I, I, I love to get along well with everyone. And, uh, and so I think I bring that aspect into uh, my medical career as well. It's just not about, uh, you know, just clinically treating the patient, but, you know, having these, uh, these relationships and getting to know everyone on a more personal level. Um, so that's what kind of transitioned and brought me here to Tampa, you know, uh, to Dedicated Senior. I looked at the model and, you know, truly what they had to offer. And I said, hey, this is exactly what I love. Uh, I have 400 patients. You know, I get to spend my time with everyone. I get to know them. I get to see them once a month. Um, and I really get to treat them exactly how I want to. I can bring them in whenever I want to and uh, really build those relationships. And like like you mentioned, that all stems from... Uh, you know, my, my background with helping my grandmother and, uh, you know, being there for her, taking her to those appointments. So it does hit a personal point for me and treating seniors. So that's why I got into medicine. That's why I'm doing this geriatric type of care. Good. Thank you so much for sharing mm -hmm. that information with us um, because it's really important um, that you build that re that trust first, you know, with people. Yes. It's very important to have that open line of communication um, and without having somebody in the middle trying to, to, to uh, be translator or interpreting. And then having that, it's very helpful because then they can just share their aches and pains without feeling that perhaps uh, they're ashamed to, to share something with their children. So that, you know, having the children's having to tell you those stuff. So mm -hmm. I really do believe that that is um, very important to have that. And I know one of the uh, um, things, uh, one of the uh, services that the doctors provide is that you guys um, uh, share your cell phone number with your patients because then that way they have access to you um, either via text or via phone call and I do believe that that is one of the perks of 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 a doctor that really does care because if, if I can have your number then I really know mm -hmm. that I can get a hold of you um, when I need to so how do you feel about that oh my goodness Rosie that is the best thing ever um, let me share some stories with you. I mean, we, we have an on-call physician who's available all the time, 24-7 uh, after 5 p.m. even on the weekends in case you do have emergencies. But I give my patients my personal number because I'm going to know you the best. I know your care. I know your medications. I know exactly how you work well. So I wouldn't want you 
being treated by anyone else. I take responsibility for you. So that's why having patients have my number, they can contact me. Hey, Dr. Wick, listen, I'm not feeling well. You know, you know, I told you about a week ago, I've been having this runny nose and it's gotten worse. I need some medications. I can respond right away. I can call in the pharmacy. I can call you back or text you back. Um, and, you know, that saves a lot of time. Otherwise, you know, over the weekends, uh, patients tend to get worse and, and, and even during the weekday uh, after hours. So it's been wonderful. I have patients text me all the time, you know, just giving me little updates. Hey, my blood pressure was doing better or it's doing worse. My sugar has been doing better or worse. So it's a great, great line of communication. And I can text them back or I can call them back right away. Um, yeah, and that is so important. So Dr. Wick, I know there's, there's the new normals now. Um, because of our pandemic and COVID-19, a lot of our seniors are having to stay home. And I believe senior isolation, it's um, a um, part of this, this uh, results of this uh, pandemic. And there is ways that we can um, prevent those uh, things. Um, and I know you can help us with that. So how, what do you think we can do as caregivers um, or as people that perhaps are going through um, having to stay home uh, to, to, to deal with this? Right. So, um, you know, with my patients, uh, you know, senior isolation has, is one of the biggest factors uh, you know, we, we thought that this wasn't uh, this, this COVID was going to be quick and out and people were thinking, oh, it'll last three months, four months. And now we're here at a year uh, and it's really worn down on us uh, and especially the senior population, you know, both from a physical standpoint and a mental standpoint. Um, you know, they haven't been able to see their families. They haven't been able to interact with friends uh, or neighbors as well. And, and so that's really a huge factor in everything. Um you know, it's caused a lot of depression, a lot of anxiety, especially uh, with everything that's going on, not knowing, you know, are we going to be able to get this vaccine? When are we going to be able to get it? You know, um, how can we keep safe or continue to be safe uh, through these challenging times? Um, and so some of the things that we do here is, you know, like I said, I talk to my patients at least once a month or if not more, even sometimes every two weeks uh, we stay connected. And, uh, you know, I'm able to do televideo visits with them. Uh, in order to see them or even chat with them over the phone and just, you know, reach out, see how you're doing. Another great thing that we do are these love calls. Um, you know, here as a clinic, we try to reach to all our patients at least once a week uh, to see how you're doing. Do you need anything at all? You know, it doesn't have to be clinical. Do you need food? Uh, you know, are, are you feeling okay? Do you need some help? Do you need someone to talk to? We're always here. Um, another aspect is, you know, I try to go over with my patients you know, it's physical is important. You know, if you're sitting around at home for long periods of time, not being able to go out, get some activity, I try to go over exercises with them that you can do at home just to stay fit and to prevent some falls from happening. Um, I give them handouts on these things. Um, and also I try to reach out to some of my tech savvy patients. They kind of use YouTube sometimes or they throw on the TV, do some of these exercises on TV. And so I encourage that. Um, but also not only physically, but from mental standpoint too, um, you know, doing word games, doing puzzles, uh, trying to keep the brain active, reading, um, you know, sometimes, like I said, with my tech savvy patients, I, I get them to download games on their phones when they're here in the clinic, uh, you know, little mind games, little things to keep them stimulated, um, because you have to keep yourself as active as possible, especially just being at home all the time.
Right. And I believe also one of the services that you guys provide is transportation, which is something that differs from, from other clinics. Um, and that also helps our our seniors to feel that they're connected. So in case our the caregivers are not able to provide a ride to them, Mm-hmm. senior, uh, dedicated senior medical center is able to provide those. How, yes, is, yeah. has, how has that um, helped uh, the senior population to be able to not worry about having to uh, prepare for transportation? Right. So access of care is one of the biggest things um, facing a lot of the seniors today. I mean, not just from dedicated alone, but you know, a lot of uh, clinics actually ended up shutting down uh, because of the COVID situation. So they were left isolated. They were uh, worried about where are they going to get groceries, where are they going to get food, basic necessities. But not only that, what if I got sick? What if I needed a doctor for something? And so here at Dedicated Senior, not only were we talking to them once every two, uh, once a week, sometimes every two weeks, sometimes every month, but we're able to bring them in in case you have any issues. We're able to Uber you here and Uber you back home. Uh, for lab work, to, uh, we can also FedEx you medications from our pharmacy straight to your home. So we're still keeping you safe. But in case you get sick, in case you had a fall, we can bring you into the clinic. We can get x-rays done for you. Um, if you're dehydrated, we can give you IV fluids. We can give you medications or just a general quick checkup. Make sure you're doing well and then be able to safely take you back home as well. Yes. And so if we have a senior perhaps that they're just turning 65 and they're new into their Medicare plan. Um, how would you describe kind of like what to expect on the first visit that they do uh, to dedicated senior medical center when they get to know you? So usually when the, when they first come in, of course, I ask them, hey, how did you get to hear about us? What do you know about dedicated senior right off the bat? Uh, and, you know, they'll tell me a little bit about them if they have had a tour yet or if they haven't had a tour. I kind of walk them through the entire process of what we have to offer in terms of services. Um, and then I tell them a little bit about myself, how I care for my patients, what I expect from them, and then what to expect for myself as their new primary care physician. Um, apart from that, then I kind of set in and I talk to them about what we are going to do on our first visit, basically set expectations, um, getting a basic history, kind of going through their general history, putting it all into the chart. Um, And then I talk to them about how often we're going to see them in the next few weeks, uh, because I like to see them every two weeks initially, just so that we can set up their entire care and come up with a good plan. Maybe there are some problems we need to address. And we try to tackle them one at a time. Um, and to make sure that we're giving the best care possible for them. So that's usually what I kind of hit on our first visit, kind of educating them how dedicated senior works as a model because not many clinics work like we do. So it's really a, a huge education process in the beginning. Yes. Um, and then one of the questions that I uh, it's also happening due to the, the um, uh, pandemic is a lot of people are looking for the COVID, um, uh, for the COVID vaccine, um, mm-hmm. and they might not be able to get it. So there's some, they call it the vaccine blues. Um, what would you have, or what tips would you share with us about, you know, perhaps if you cannot get it right away, how can you um, prevent from having those blues? So 
what I usually kind of go over with them, I know it's a lot of frustration. You know, it's a lot of frustration from a lot of seniors just because of the supply and the demand of this vaccine that's needed, especially for 65 and above, or if you have certain comorbid conditions, um, you know, you're worried. You finally want to get this vaccine and be safe. But I kind of reiterate with this frustration that we're really all in this together. I mean, a lot of clinics are facing this tremendous demand for the vaccine. But to try to remain patient, that to know that we are here for you still at any point in time and to remain to stay in touch with us at all points, um, because we will continue to update you as soon as we find out. I know that we have it coming down the line and that we will have it for you. But at the same time, you still really, really need to remain safe, practicing safety, wearing your mask, social distance, staying at home, always washing your hands, you know, sanitizing. Um, you know, at some point in time, we're going to see another rise, you know, and an increase in the vaccine, uh, you know, supply. So just making sure you're resting, you're eating well, you're exercising, staying in touch with family. Try to focus on these right now um, and continue to stay in touch with your physician that we will promise to update you as soon as we have uh, further information. I know it's a tough time and I, I try to kind of relate to them and try to help them understand that. Yeah. And as a caregiver, too, I believe um, sometimes, um, you know, we kind of like that sandwich generation. So we have to take care of our children and then we have to take care of our parents. Mm -hmm. um, and, and there are there's things that you are not able to do. So what would be a couple of tips perhaps that you will share with somebody, a caregiver that perhaps lives in another state and their parents live here in Florida? Um how can they, you know, help uh, um, their parents with perhaps their anxiety or with this, um, you know, uncertainty? So what I always recommend for them, especially I do have some family members who are out of town or, or who have caregivers who are out of state. Uh, so I make sure that sometimes whenever they come to the clinic, I get them on the phone too, you know, if it's if they want me to. And I, and I try to do a FaceTime, try to do a video call so that they're able to see um, their family members, and we kind of do a group chat to see how everything is going, making sure their care is going the way it's supposed to. Um, but even at home, I try to encourage, you know, phone calls, um, you know, every day or every other day to try to stay in touch. And, and really, it's that connection to make sure everything is going okay. Um, sometimes in terms of, you know, getting them groceries, things like that, now you can get groceries delivered to your home. Um, but also just that video conferencing and also just that personal touch and being able to talk to someone take, it goes a long way than not talking to anyone at all. Uh, so I think that support in that sense kind of helps tie things together. Awesome. Thank you so much for those amazing tips. So um, have you, do you have a, a book that perhaps you have read that you have said to yourself, oh my God, this book really was a turning point in my life um, and helped me solidify uh, my calling and my purpose because this month uh, of February in the show, we are talking about purpose. So perhaps you have a, a book or a show that or somebody that inspired you and you knew this is where I will and that's what I become, that's what I was born to be who I am and my purpose. Mm -hmm. So there wasn't really, I, I, there are a few books that I've read in the past, but to, to be honest with you, 
there was I had a one physician that I had did my residency with and, and he was a huge influence in going into geriatric care and being able to take care of patients um, and to really truly understand the focal point of um, taking care of a senior and from all different standpoints and really I think I, I put it up to him. I think he was a huge influence in my life, um, and not only from my grandmother, you know, and, and that that side of the story, but also with me practicing medicine, he was a tremendous influence in how I take care of geriatric patients. So I really owe it to him. His name was Dr. Warner, and, and I really appreciated all his knowledge that he gave to me. Yes, and again, this is this has been an honor uh, for me to be able to um, get to know you better, and I'm looking forward, Dr. Wick, to future um, meetings together and uh, more interviews where I get to know more of uh, dedicated senior medical center. And uh, perhaps one more uh, tip that uh, people will need uh, and why selecting dedicated senior medical center as their primary care physician? Sure, of course, Rosie. I mean, uh, there's so many tips that I can offer you, but honestly, it's the biggest tip is that there is no other clinic that takes care of you like we will. Uh, we will go above and beyond for your care. We will tr we will do our very best, and we always get to know our patients. We treat you like you are family. Uh, and that's the biggest thing. We don't want you to be just a high and a buy like most clinics are. You will come in, you will be treated like family, we'll get to know you, and you will be accessible at any given moment. You can call us, you can talk to us. We're here for you 24-7, and that's the biggest factor. Well, thank you so much, Dr. Wick. And you, uh, my listeners, can talk to Dr. Wick at phone number 813 822 4322-813-822-4322. You can make an appointment with him. And then don't forget to visit www.dedicatedcare. Care. Thank you so much, Dr. Wick, and looking forward to speaking with you again. Thank you. And today, my friends, thank you so much for listening to my show. And this is another quote for from my book. And remember, this month of February, we're still about your purpose. Giving back isn't just about helping other people. It's about encouraging them to dream too. You give them a little hand up in life and hopefully encourage and inspire them when you do. And see, this is about giving back to your community, especially as a business owner. You need to differences yourself from the crowd why people can get to know you better it attract them inspire them and I believe one of the things that um, people remember is how you make him feel they will never remember what you tell them what you promise but how you make him feel feel and especially if you want to change your environment in the community it starts with you it starts with you giving for your community, investing in your community, and becoming the go-to person that people look after to get inspired, to get motivated, or to get things done. So remember, my name is Rosie Paulson. Thank you so much for listening to my show, Cafecito with Rosie and on air. 
My brand promise is knowledge, connection, success. Stay pure, stay positive, and stay inspired. This is Rosie Paulson. Ciao! You just enjoyed another episode of Cafecito with Rosie on air. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe and visit www.rosiepaulson.com to learn more about Rosie Paulson Enterprises. Stay pure, stay positive, stay inspired. Seniors, does your doctor regularly reach out to check on you? Can you walk into your doctor's office and see them if you need to? Do you have your doctor's cell phone number and can you call them anytime, day or night? At Dedicated Senior Medical Center, their only specialty is caring for seniors. Dedicated makes it easy to get the primary care you deserve. Doctors spend more time with patients than the doctors you may be used to. They offer telehealth visits, help you get your medications, and even make sure you get to your appointments. If your doctor isn't treating you like family, it's time to say yes to Dedicated Senior Medical Center. Call Dedicated Senior Medical Center today to schedule a visit and find out what you're missing. Call 813-359-1448. That's 813-359-1448. Appointments available now.